What's going on, all my Anchor members, Spotify members, Breaker members, Spotacast members? What's going on? Uh, so long story short, sitting out back again at my mom's. Decided to stay here another night. I'm off tomorrow. So, tomorrow, I'm going to go and, and check my apartment and see if there's any... Um, bats or anything. But I'm also going to go back and get any supplies or equipment or necessities that I'll need. Um, but right now, I'm sitting in spider-infested, bug-infested jungle land now. just as bad in the front actually it's a little worse because in the front you can't see anything because it's dark at least back here you have the light from the park that's kind of shining and out front they have just as many spiders probably because of the gutters and the trees and the awning so I'm like well I might as well sit out back here either way it's a risk it's a gamble I just seen a spider uh, whenever I came out here, had a web over by the fence, and I burned it with a lighter, but, you know, long story short, uh, I like to make the webs from the power lines down to the ground and over to the house, so, Anyways, I also had to check my chair because, like I said, there's a lot of spider webs in them. And when I checked the other chair, when I was looking at the seat, it had a whole bunch of, like, gnats or chiggers or something that were uh, living in the in the cloth of the actual chair. Because it's like a, the cloth is like a mesh material. But anyways, there's like hundreds of them over there. <coughs> I had to pick this chair. <laughs> Anyways, tonight we're going to get into some of the stuff that happened at my job tonight. Um, and I'm going to be sipping on some of these wicked, easy, light and hazy lagers from Sam Adams. It's, it's got a little bit of uh, citrusy notes in it, like lemon... It's also got a little bit of hoppy taste to it. It used to be called Adams 76, but now it's just called Wicked Easy. So, and I don't really know how I, what I think about it. I mean, it's better than nothing, but it tastes kind of watered down to me. Compared to the other beers that I've drank, that's 4.7%. Uh... Anything that's had the word hazy in it usually tastes a lot stronger than this. So it's really kind of light. For $9 for a six pack, it's <clears throat> not what I thought it was going to be. Let's put it that way. But it could be worse. I also got a good old six pack of uh, Rolling Rocks. Good old Rolling Rocks never let me down. So. I think I'm going to get a tattoo of that, of the Rolling Rock symbol.
a little horsey symbol. <laughs> Hmm. Anywho, sit out back here. We're gonna drink and smoke and relax for at least a couple hours. Um, I didn't get a chance to stay up yesterday or last night early in the morning. Uh, to, uh, look at the super flower blood moon I never got a chance so I did see some photos from around the world and what I did see was beautiful it's completely gorgeous you know stunning I could sit there and be mesmerized by it for hours you know but it only happens in minutes so um anywho Today was long, it was miserable, of course, when you work at a convenience store, that's what you have to deal with. I never really let it, I never really let it get to me, I don't take it out on my customers, you know. Um, you know, I just keep on chugging along and get through it. But, I never take it out on my customers, even if... They're assholes most times. I mean, it takes a lot for me to be bothered by stuff. After doing it for so many years, people fail to realize that it's I become numb to the idiots out there, you know. So, I've gotten really good at what I do over the past eight years. And we've been getting really good at not only getting our numbers for the lift screen for upselling, but I've been hitting my numbers which I'm number one on that, I'm number one on the lift screen, but I'm also clearing like $4,000 in sales some nights, and like 200 to 300 customers, which doesn't sound like a lot, but it's a lot. And not only that, but I make sure that the store runs nice and smoothly like butter when my boss isn't there. I'm basically the boss um, until my boss does get there, basically. I don't have the official name tag for it, but that's basically what I am. Make sure the ship runs nice and smooth, and make sure everything gets done that needs to be done. Tonight when I walked in there, I was working with some guy that is lazy as hell. He literally doesn't move from behind the counter his whole shift. He doesn't get any trash, he doesn't stock cups, he doesn't clean the roller grill, he does nothing. Supposedly he's going to be moving to Baltimore soon, he wants to transfer, so that's perfect. But, <clears throat> on nights that he does work, and I work with him, I have to do everything, pretty much, because I don't want my boss to have to go in there and do all the shit tomorrow. So, if I don't get it done, my boss is going to have to get it done, and it kind of puts all the weight back on her. And I don't like that. You know, she got enough crap to worry about. So, the other day she ended up, uh, somebody that she had scheduled was scheduled at another store and she had to cover it. And then she had to be up, back up at 6 in the morning again. She didn't get to leave until like 10. So...
I told her to just have the assistants run the store until like 8 or 9. Get a little nap, you know. But I don't know whatever went down uh, with that. But anywho. So on nights like tonight, I, I had to go outside and empty the trash can that was overflowing. Uh, people were just stacking shit on top of it. Like, fuck it. Who cares? We'll just keep piling it up in this corner, you know. And, uh, so I had to go out there and get that. And while I'm out there getting this trash bag, literally it's stuffed, you know. I had to turn the trash can on its side to pull it out of there. And as I'm doing that, this kid comes over to me that he's been in there before, uh, his girlfriend, I guess if that's what you want to call her, <laughs> used to work at Circle K. So, they used to come in there like they were regulars. Like, oh, hey guys, you know. And Anywho, he used to come in there pretty often. And um, tonight, like I said, I was getting the trash bag out. And this nerdy, skinny worm, this guy with no neck comes up to me and says hey I was wondering if you can go in there and change the Dr. Pepper for me because it's out um first of all I'm busy so no I can't not until I get done taking this trash out and then I'll go in there and fix it but then as I'm t as I'm telling him no I got the bag out of the can and I set it there and I needed to go inside to get the trash can to wheel it outside anyways. So I said, hold on a minute, before he got in his car. So I stopped what I was doing, and I went in there, and I helped him. Changed it out, and whenever I got done, went outside to go grab the bag, he came up to me, and he said, man, I wasn't trying to be an asshole or anything, or be annoying, or bother you. I just, I said, no, it's not that. It's just I was busy. I was in the middle of something, you know. Who in their right mind thinks that somebody should stop what they're doing just to go, you know, change a bib of soda? You know, get another flavor or buy a bottle of soda. Don't sit there and make somebody stop what they're doing. It's pretty ridiculous. Anyways, that was the easiest <clears throat> altercation that we had. We had uh, this white crack-headed girl... <laughs> uh, come in well, I, I don't want to say white crack headed girl she was in her 40s or 50s and you could tell she was messed up you know from taking too many drugs and uh, she came in there with a $100 bill first of all the $100 bill was either old or it looked fake to me but I didn't even have change in my drawer for 100 and our safe has been down lately so I can't get change out of the safe either I can't just take the hundred and stick it in there and get fives back you know because it's it's not working so um I told her I don't have it you know maybe this guy over here has it you can see and he said yeah I, I got it I said well there you go you go over there in his line he'll be able to get you and she has the snootiest remark she comes back and says after I said that she says you're rude as fuck. Now, I don't know what was so rude about me saying I couldn't cash a hundred. 
but if I was rude, I wouldn't have asked him and tried to help you break it, you know. So she's going on and on about how I'm rude, and I said, you know what? You keep talking like that, and you're not going to get anything. I don't want to hear that in my store. You come in here, you get your shit, you leave. You know, we're not going to sit here and play this let's make a scene type thing. If you just want to cause problems, you can go. So she sat there for a minute. Then once she was actually up in his line and he was helping her, she's rambling on again about how I'm such a terrible customer service person. And I said, you know what? You're lucky that when she, when she said, you're rude as fuck, I said, no, you're being rude as fuck. After I clearly just simply said that I couldn't cash your hundred and you want to cause a scene about it, you're being rude as fuck. And you should be ashamed of yourself, as old as you are, and you're acting like a 12-year-old. Hmm. She didn't like that, so like I said, she kept thinking about it, thinking about it bitching and mumbling under her breath and then eventually when she said you're just terrible at customer service or whatever I said you know what you're lucky that nobody's smacked you yet that nobody out here on these streets have just hauled off and smacked your teeth out of your mouth as disrespectful as you are and so he's like Something about when is when is the manager going to be there. She'll be here tomorrow at 6 in the morning. You can bring your ass up here and talk to her. I really don't give a fuck. She's going to think the same way. When she goes back and listens to the audio, she's going to see how much of a bitch you really were. So, I'm not worried about it. Well, like 30 minutes later or whatever, an hour later, here comes this guy up to my line. I said, is there, can I help you? Oh, well, um... I think you can help me by apologizing to that girl earlier that you said you were going to smack. I said, first of all, I didn't say I was going to smack her. I said she's lucky that somebody hasn't smacked her yet with as rude as she's been. I said, but, you know, you weren't here, so you just go by whatever she tells you. So she was like, no, 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 he's lying. He's full of crap. I said, no, 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 you got pissy because I didn't want to break your hundred. Anyways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I said, I'll apologize to her. And he's like, be the bigger man, you know. Just just say you're sorry, man. And I'm like, I'll say I'm sorry if she says she's sorry. Period. Because, you know, in my mind, I'm thinking, I don't owe her shit. I don't owe her an explanation. I don't owe him an explanation. I don't owe them an apology. Because I never did anything wrong. And there's a difference between saying, even if I did say I was going to smack her, the difference between saying you're going to smack somebody and actually smacking a female. It's completely different. So, people that do hit females uh, that don't deserve it for no particular reason, they're a piece of trash. But, there are a small percentage of females that deserve to be smacked. I mean, everybody deserves to be smacked by somebody, most times. I don't care if you're a female or a guy. The way people have been acting lately, they deserve to be smacked by their mom, their dad, and everybody in the neighborhood. Anyways, I said, listen. And I leaned forward and I said, listen. And she kept 
you know, going on and on. I said, I'm about to tell you something. And she said, I don't want to fucking hear anything that comes out of his mouth. He's a, he's a liar. And he's, okay, well, fine. I'm not going to say I'm sorry then. You know, I was willing to say I was sorry. She wasn't willing to say she was sorry, even though I didn't do anything wrong. And, you know, you just have to learn that some people you can't please, no matter what. And some people think they can do whatever they want and get away with it or treat people how they want and they're just going to take it. And so after I said, well, I don't, I'm not going to apologize to her and now both of you need to leave my store. Just leave. Yeah, don't come back. <laughs> she could have just accepted my apology and we would have quashed it and then she could have came back and been a regular customer. But now, since she wants to cause a scene and all this other shit, you guys can leave. So he's like, well, I'll be up here at 11. Pretty much saying he'll be up here when I get off. Now, first of all, he's stupid because I don't get off at 11. I get off at 10. So I know she probably knows somebody that works for Circle K or she used to or he used to, and they think the normal schedule is from 4 to 11. So <clears throat> somebody they know knows the scheduling. But they don't know my scheduling because I'm different. But if they ever did come up there whenever I get off work and he got within arm's reach of me, it would be a done deal for him. There's no thinking about it. There's no talking about it. You didn't want to hear my apology the other day. So if you come within arm's reach of me, you're a threat in my opinion. You want to make threats to me that you'll see me up there at 11 and then you come up there? You've only got what you've got coming. So, I'm not going to try and be all buddy-buddy and try and quash it now. You come up and try and talk to me and you're probably going to get a, a bloody nose. So, anywho, I wasn't really thinking at the time about what to say. Whenever he said, I'll see you at 11, I said, well, I'll be sitting here with the cops waiting for you. But I talked to a detective that came in there. He said, there's nothing you can really do. Because I asked him, you know, how would I go about making a report on a threat? Like a terroristic threat or a death threat or, you know. And he said, well, do you know anything about him? I said, no, I don't, I don't know his name. I don't know where he lives. I only know that they drive a white Hyundai, you know. And they live down in towards this direction and he's like well you can make a report and then if you get their plate number in the future you could just call back up there and add it to the report and if you can tell them the description of white male black male so on and so forth and a license plate number and all that then they'll be able to just add that on to the report so that way if he does come back up here and something happens you've already got it noted that he was making threats in the past and as soon as they catch him up here, after you've made the report, they're going to ban him, put a, a restraining order on him, and a whole bunch of stuff. And I should have taken advantage of calling the cops um, as soon as I could earlier, but I wasn't thinking. I wasn't thinking right. I should have called them because they were sitting out in the parking lot talking to somebody. And it would have been the perfect time for the cops to pull in behind them and tell them that they're not allowed there. But 
Anywho, I'm not scared. You know, so in my opinion, calling the cops is like a, a last resort for me. I, I'd honestly want to handle it out on the streets. I'd like to throw hands, you know. So, if you think you're all big and bad and you're going to talk to a grown man, you know, the way that you are, then don't expect uh, a surprise when you get your ass whooped by a grown man. And I know a lot of people look at me and they still see a younger... They think I'm 20 years old or something. No. I'm 30. And I'm not your kid. You're not going to talk to me any way that you want. And do whatever you want. So, anyways, I've been really big into learning martial arts, you know. I haven't had anybody to spar with or practice with, but... And I've watched a lot of self-defense videos. Uh, there's a guy on YouTube that's has a YouTube channel called um, Active Self-Protection. It's got a little emblem with a viper snake head on it, but he goes through different robberies, gas station robberies, people getting held at gunpoint or knife point, and what you should and shouldn't do. And one of the things that you'll learn from watching his videos is no matter if they've got a gun or a knife or they're using their fist, you want to gain control first. You don't want to give them enough time to get the upper hand. And, you know, like I've said, if somebody's within arm's reach of you and they're a threat or they're, you know, you can usually tell by body language, posture, you know, and, and the tone of their voice. And if you're walking towards me, I don't care if you're six foot two, 300 pounds. You're walking towards me, and I get a nose shot off. It's it's a done deal. Because after you go and you, you go to grab your nose and you collapse, you know, I'm gonna wrap myself around you and strangle you out until the cops get there. And when you wake back up, I'm gonna knock you back out again. So until the cops get there. So there's there's another thing you'll always learn from watching his videos is always watch your back never let your guard down ever and there was a kid that used to work up at the gas station and does, he used to do overnights and there was a guy pissing on the side of the building one night he went out there and he said hey you can't be pissing on the side of the building and the guy got lippy with him and they started having words well there was another guy in the car that had got out and came up behind him and sneak attacked him That would have never happened with me. And if the guy that got out of the car would have came up behind me and I knew it, first of all, I would have said, what the fuck are you doing? That's, that's pretty much how you know if they're a threat or not. When you say, what the fuck are you doing? They usually, that's the point when they start getting lippy and they start getting tense and they start, and then you know to flatten him right on the spot. He's a threat too, so... Anyways, I'm to the point now where I don't even care if I'm on camera, you know. It used to be that I was really worried that if I would hurt somebody or I would punch somebody or stab somebody that I was worried that the cops would get called and I'd have to go through all the court proceedings. But now, I'm like, fuck it. I don't care. It'll all be on video of him coming up 
threatening me at my workplace. And it's going to get dealt with. So he better hope that he never comes back up there again. Because the next time I see him, I'm going to say, hey, what happened to you the other night? You didn't come back up there. And of course, he's not going to let his pride, you know, go to waste. He's going to say, oh, well, you want to you wanna fight? I'll be up here tonight. Okay. Yeah, I'll be here. Every time that I've ever had somebody in the past that have talked crap and said they're going to be up there, they never show back up. Never. I've had at least five people in the past that have said they're going to be back. Oh, well, I'll be back too because I work here. (laughs) So, anyways, I'm going to start putting my fist down. I'm going to start ruling with an iron fist. And people that aren't supposed to be in there that I know, which I don't forget people. I really have a good memory on scumbags. When I see you in there, I'm not even going to tell you that you're not that you're not allowed in there. I'm going to call the cops first. And then they're going to come out and they're going to tell you that you're not allowed at the property anymore and they're going to ban you. So that way, if you do come in back in the future, there's no questions asked that you were trespassed. So, a lot of people have been getting away with it because you have to officially tell them that they're not allowed there. And then the cops have to come and trespass them. So, one of those doesn't happen, then it's kind of ineffective. So... And nine times out of ten, if you tell someone you're not allowed here, I'm calling the cops, they usually have a little bit something to say, but they usually leave before the cops get there. So, anyways, I went through different scenarios in my head, and I thought, if this guy comes back towards me, should I stab him? You know? And I got to thinking, well, that's a little too drastic, but I'm not going to rule it out. If I have to, I will. But anyways, you don't have to um, jump to violence or escalate to violence to get your point across. I mean, yeah, you have to resort to violence to punch somebody in the nose. But stabbing somebody is a little bit up there, you know. It's a weapon. It's considered a weapon. And even if you claim self-defense, it's still going to be a problem because it's a weapon. But if you use your hands, nine times out of ten, when you claim self-defense, it's going to stick. Because your hands aren't registered as a weapon. So, anywho, it'd be really hard also if you smack somebody with a beer bottle and it shattered into different pieces... You know, you could literally knock somebody out with it, go inside and get a dustpan and sweep it up, and there's no evidence. So, anywho, people nowadays think that they can, that people have to bow down to them. That they have to do whatever they say, when they say it, and if not, then 
you know, they want to talk to the manager. Which, yesterday, whenever I was having it out with that customer and the manager was there, that was pretty funny. But, anywho, there was a black lady that came in. She's in her 40s or 50s. And I'm cleaning the roller grill tonight. And she comes up to me and asks me a question about, did we have the chocolate Nemo cakes? You know, little square chocolate cake pieces. I said, no, we're all out. Oh, okay. So I continue cleaning the roller grill. And then some girl comes up to me and says that their creamer is out. So I had to go back and get creamer. And there's like eight people in line. Maybe more. I don't know. But long story short, as I'm busy trying to put this creamer in for this customer, the black lady comes back up to me and says, uh, excuse me, but there's like 900 people over in this line. Are you going to, you know, come over here and help us out or what? And I said, I'm busy. And she said, so what, you're not going to come over here with all these people that are, no, I don't have time for that. So she got pissed. And started screaming, oh, he ain't got time to come over and help all these people in line. No. I've got dishes to do. I've got the roller grill to clean. I've got trash to take out. I've got this lady over here that wants creamer. You know, I've got 20 things that I need to get done. I'm not worried about you needing some Newports or a soda, you know. So I went back in the back and started doing dishes for another 30 minutes. And that pissed her off even more because... You thought that you were going to cause a scene, and then I was going to say, okay, and then go over there and hop on the register. First of all, if you would have talked to me different instead of getting an attitude, then maybe I might have stopped what I was doing to go over there. But I'm not obligated to. So, And long story short, I'm glad that I didn't because I would have been there for another... 10, 20 minutes dealing with all these people when uh, I got out of there just in the nick of time. So, got all my cleaning chores done since Ramon didn't want to do it. And, uh, yeah, everything went easy peasy after that. But she was, you know, I was in the back doing dishes and you can hear her yelling, you know, this motherfucker this, and this piece of shit that, and blah, blah, blah. We ain't got time to be standing around here. At one time, I told her, well, if you don't want to stand in line, then there's quick and easy down the street. So, and, um, it's the truth. You know, if you go into a gas station and you see that there's eight or ten people in line, if you don't want to wait in the line, then you turn around and go somewhere else. If I was to go out somewhere and say, oh, that line's too long, I'm, you know, screw that. But if you come inside and you choose to stand in the line, that's your own prerogative. You know, this isn't Burger King. It's not have it your way. It's not speedy, fast, uh get people in and get people out as quick as they can, you know. <laughs> I mean, I guess it is in a sense, but 
when there's certain times when people are out doing chores, you know, like it fills in the cooler stocking and I'm the only one there, then you're going to have to fucking wait your turn. I mean, everybody else is sitting here waiting, so what makes you think that you're any special? And, uh, so like I said, it not only pissed her off that she didn't get what she wanted, but it pissed her off because I went in the back and did the dishes and uh, she still didn't get what she wanted. So, I mean, either way, people are, they think the world revolves around them. And the minute that you say, oh, I've got some other things to be doing, or I'm busy, or then it's, oh, you're not good at customer service. First of all, I'm the only person that's cleaning up all your fuckers' mess that when you come in and slop shit all over the place. And so, that's customer service. I hate to tell you. Going around picking up all the trash and cups and shit that you guys leave around, that's part of customer service. So, most of these people are older people in their 40s and 50s that sit around and live off the system and get a check anyways and haven't worked in 30 years. So, what do you know about customer service? I'm going to start asking people when they come in and try and give me problems about how I should be doing this and that with my job. I'm going to say, are you the manager? Are you the manager of this uh, establishment? No. So don't worry about what goes on here. Don't even know how to manage your pocketbook right, let alone a gas station. Anyways, most people don't even know how to wipe their ass right nowadays, but they got something to say about somebody else. I mean, <clears throat> there was an older white lady, again, in her 40s or 50s, and she comes in and says, they've been doing this lately because they changed the packages on the Newports. the little art packs you know they don't look like a regular pack of Newports but I've told probably a hundred people so far these are Newport hundreds you know they asked me you know what is this I said I wanted Newports well that's what you got you know so there's this old lady older lady that comes in and says she wants two packs of Newport hundreds and I gave them to her and she looks at them and says these aren't Newports I said I wanted Newport hundreds <laughs> and I said, well, that's what you got. And she said, no, these aren't right. I said, listen, lady, are you, t are you calling me stupid? Because you told me you wanted Newports. I went over there and grabbed them, and you're telling me this isn't what you want. So are you calling me dumb? I don't know what the fuck Newport hundreds are, you know? This is literally what I get paid to do, is to give you fucker cigarettes all day, every day. And you think I don't know what Newport Hundreds look like? And as I'm telling her this, my coworker Crystal, the assistant manager, is cracking up. She's dying. She's laughing. And I'm like, what? She's like, it was just hilarious that you told her, you know, do I look stupid? <laughs> I said, well... You know, do I? That's like telling somebody at Papa John's, I need a pepperoni pizza. 
and then they give you one and you say, is this a pepperoni pizza? I don't think this is right. Yes, bitch, that's pepperoni pizza, okay? Slide your card and get the fuck out. Hmm. I just had to have a talk with a customer uh, a couple days ago because, you know, she came in and one of them's this really dikey, skinny, you know, you could tell she's the butch, but she's skinny and like weird looking and I don't know, really weird eyes that are all bulging out and hardly any hair, but anyways. The other one's a fat, chunky, white girl that, they're both white, but um, they're both trash, in my opinion. And um, the dikey, butchy one came in and said she wanted a couple Polar Pops and $10 out on pump such and such or something. And she said, but I'm going to do half of it. I've got $2 in cash benefits and then the rest is going to be on link. Now, you can't do that. First of all, you cannot buy gas. You cannot buy cigarettes or gas with, with link card. You just can't. I don't care who you are. So, cash benefits are made to pay your bills, take care of your kids, buy extra school supplies for your kids, so on and so forth. Pay your utility bills pay your rent, you know, stuff like that. It's not made for Newports and Swishers and snacks and for you to have gas to run around town. So anyways, I told her, well, there's no way that we're going to be able to do this because gas isn't tax-free, first of all. So there's no way you're going to be able to run a link card on something that's not tax-free. That's the first problem. So she swore up and down. Oh, I've done it before. I've done it before. I said, well, okay, let's go ahead and try it. You think you're going to be able to? I'm telling you you're not, so let's try it. Sure enough, when she ran her $2 or whatever, it went through. But then when she tried to run the cash benefits, it didn't go through. And I couldn't void out the transaction or cancel it or anything like that uh, it was really weird it's like it locked up my system couldn't void out the transaction couldn't modify it or anything unless I basically would have cashed it out and then been ten dollars short or whatever um, so I had to reboot my system I had to restart it and as I'm waiting for the system to reboot like I said never printed out a receipt it never charged her but I restarted it and a fat girlfriend comes in and says we're taking these sodas because we paid for them I said no you didn't the card didn't go through I had to restart the terminal you didn't pay for them and she's like fuck you we're fucking taking them we fucking paid for them and blah 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 I said okay you take those don't come back because you didn't pay for them. So, anyways, she left. 
thought she was being all snooty and snippy and she thought she fucking won the fight that night. She came back up there and sent the nerdy skinny uh, bull dyke in there. And she said she wanted such and such out on pump such and such. I said, well, no, not until you pay for those two sodas that you guys stole the other night. And she's like, oh, come on, man, blah, blah. I'm like, no, no, you're not going to come in somewhere and steal shit and then cause a scene and think that everything's going to be peachy. So pay for your shit or you're not getting nothing. And so she's like, well, I'm not paying for it then. We're going to go somewhere else. Okay, see ya. Go down somewhere else. So then she sends the fat one in there again. For the second time. This is another day. This is a completely different day. And she's like, man. We paid for those sodas. And I told her, no, you did not. I told you this before. I had to restart the terminal. Didn't kick out a receipt. It did not charge you. And she's going on and on about how she's checked her bank account on her phone. And, okay, well, that has nothing to do with me. Nine times out of ten, you get on your bank account on your phone, all the transactions are pending until they're cleared by the bank. So, there wasn't any banks open at eight o'clock at night, the, fall, the night before, you know. So, she's going on and on and on. Showing me her phone and saying, see, see this $2 right here? Well, anyways, said, there, ain't gonna, there ain't no receipt that you're going to be able to pull up that'll show $2 on that specific date. You might have went to another Circle K another day and spent $2. But even then, if you were buying two sodas, it would have been $1.95. So... Again, you're sitting here saying $2 was taken out of your account. Yeah, I beg to differ. So I told her, well, if you want to, you can come in and talk to the manager at 6 in the morning. But And she's like, listen, man, we're not trying to make any problems. We live around here. We just want to be able to get our shit. And I said, well, I don't want any problems either. But you can't just walk into an establishment that's private property and take stuff without paying for it and even if there was a discrepancy or a dispute about it you know you should have came in and made it right then not expect to be able to just continue coming in there and doing whatever you want so I said I'll tell you what we're gonna quash this we're gonna quash this we're gonna just forget that it ever even happened but the next time that you come in here and pull some shit like that you're going to be done. There ain't going to be no more second chances. You come in. You slide your card. You make sure it goes through. I ask you if you need a receipt. And then you take your ass and you get back in your car and you go home. I mean, that's that simple. There's no, let's make a deal about it or, uh, you know. So, from now on, if somebody wants to run a link card and split it. And then try to use cash benefits. It's just going to be a no. And I, I really wish, I dare for her to come up there and ask that question again. Because if she comes up there and tries that again and says, Oh, I got so much on Link and so much on... Didn't we already have this problem before? No. Not happening. 
If you don't like it, like I said, there's other gas stations you can go to, but I'm not dealing with it today. So, <clears throat> today and yesterday was pretty crazy. But I got to cut the grass tomorrow for my mom. Uh, before it rains later in the evening, I got to get up pretty early. And uh, I do need to make a trip over to my house on my bike at some point before it starts raining. I think it's supposed to start like 12 or 1 or in the afternoon. But I don't know. It could change. So, it's not going to be easy for me to wake up early tomorrow. But I need to get it done because it's going to be rainy Thursday. I think it's going to be okay Friday, but then it's going to rain again Saturday, which are my days off. So, I need to get that done for my mom. And, uh, I don't know. I'll probably end up saving a couple of these beers and drinking those uh, tomorrow. There's a little mosquito that's flying around. And it landed on me and I felt it. And, uh, long story short, when you point your phone light down at them, like taken off somewhere but I don't know it's weird I can feel mosquitoes land on me usually huh. well I'm gonna go ahead in this uh, podcast make another segment I'm at the 46 minute mark so best to go ahead and make that video now so till the next one deuces